<laughs> Bo, on the other hand, is just all chaos energy right now. All chaos all the time. <laughs> how remind me how old is Bo? Year and a half. Okay. We're we're about to uh this upcoming Saturday is our one year anniversary of being together. Alright, alright. And I stole him away from the pound. Probably not too much uh, not too much longer after that, and some of his chaos energy will start to subside. No. No? Never going to happen. Never going to happen. It's a couple years down the line. Fully dogs prepared. don't, dogs don't mellow out to like four or five at the earliest. Oh, I was thinking it was two or three. Nope. <laughs> it varies. I mean, yeah. it really depends, but with his breed... Because he's border collie, mm-hmm. he is like he he needs he needs a lot of enrichment. It'll probably be about three or four. Gotcha. And I'm just so excited for <laughs> all that time together, where any person who sleeps in my bed gets jumped on. <laughs> he legitimately like sack tapped somebody the other day, like not not even a tap, like full on like stood one somebody's left nut and my right. friend was over and i was like oh <laughs> wear a cup next time you come to visit thanks <laughs> he's just yeah, expressing dominance yes i know <laughs> i know See, it's he's okay when is here because she doesn't have a penis or balls so you jump on her crotch and it's not gonna hit anything still could be uncomfortable depending on your aim but it's true i have had many throat punches i've had many as as jordan also knows tit punches the nose weren't even from the dog that was me (laughs) yeah mostly those were tit elbows no it's it's jay up on the up on the machine Sack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it does kind of yeah. look like that. <clears throat> and everybody's voice went high pitched. Hello, and welcome to the Complete Emperor Podcast. My name is David. I am Float. I floated. Can you tell? Am I just so happy right now? You look like a floater. You sounded like you were floating. I was floating. Bo! If I give you your your chew, will you go go settle down? You gotta settle down. (laughs) That is not the settle. Good boy. Good boy. There you go. Good job. Oh man. You want to talk about? You want to talk about NBA basketball? You want to talk about how the Warriors actually came back to get that victory against the Grizzlies today, even though we all thought it wasn't going to happen because they were down by 14 in the first half, and how that's typical Warriors postseason? Is that what you want to talk about? Is that what you want to talk about? Okay. You forgot the part where Job misses the game-winning layup. That was great. So, because he was sinking, he was making ridiculous, ridiculous shots. Like, 
Yeah, I, I didn't watch the game at all. I uh, we were watching Stanley Tucci <clears throat> and his uh, his Italian travel show. Yeah, that sounds really boring. But I've heard <clears throat> very reviews about that, and I'm curious as to why you started watching that. Uh, like, have you, you met Tess? Engaged to Tess? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But... Yeah. I, I I will say though, very much enjoy the show. I just don't understand how somebody becomes Stanley Tucci. Like, we all go to high school, right? <laughs> and then we're all, like, hypothetically the same at 18. I guess you have to be pretty rich from the start. But how do you get that, like, exquisite taste? You know what I mean? Where you just know all the fine foods and fine wines and fine cheese. Like, well, I believe I believe he grew up in, in Italy for a while. His, his parents are Italian. That's Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying, right? You yeah. have to be grown into that yeah. level of wealth to yeah he like he like grew up in it and then and then came back to the u.s and stuff and then like started acting and then did well with it if i remember correctly i, I like stanley tucci a lot better when he was billy zane like that was a cooler time you have to remind me which character that was billy zane he was an, he was an actor oh. i'm just assuming, oh, i'm pretty sure okay. i'm pretty sure that billy zane became stanley tucci Right, it's like it's like my theory game. that Klaus Nomi is actually Lady Gaga. I don't know who Klaus Nomi is. Uh, old old singer from like the I don't know seventies or eighties or something like that. Oh yeah, no, I, I see. Oh yeah, I, I I see what you're saying. Yes, yes, yeah. probably. Yeah, same idea. <clears throat> but except like Billy Zane was not as. Uh, elegant as stanley tucci i think he took on the role of stanley tucci so that way he could live a more exquisite lifestyle smart move wow yeah uh david was right so he grew up in like upstate new york <laughs> i thought you're gonna be like david was right uh he did become lady gaga yeah klaus nomi <laughs> is lady gaga actually <laughs> lightning striking uh, again <laughs> His mom was a secretary and his dad was an art teacher at the local high school. And during the early 70s, the family spent a year living in Florence, Italy. Yeah. Um, and then he just did a lot of acting and then just kept acting. Yeah, I, I vaguely remembered him talking about living in Italy on one of the episodes, which like obviously if you're doing a travel show about Italy and you lived in Italy, you would talk about it at some point in there. Um, yeah. But yeah. He's he's been in a lot. Holy shit! Did you know that Emily Blunt and John Krasinski are his in-laws? Dude, I am no. weirded out by that. Didn't? Not oh no! That. Actually, I did know that. I did know that. How? Because it came up on one of the episodes. No, not how did you know it? Like, how are oh. they related by in-law? Oh, oh, yeah. the the sisters. Uh, I, I believe that his wife and and uh, Emily Blunt are sisters. Oh, I believe that's it. Got it. Yes, Felicity Blunt is his current wife. Yeah. And that is Emily Blunt's <laughs> sister. Felicity Blunt, it sounds like a made-up name. Honestly, it sounds like, like some kind of like high-class blunt want? that you roll. Like, hey, man, you tried the Felicity Blunt? Oh, man, we'll oh, fuck yeah, you straight up. Pretty dang. Felt real lucky with that one. That oh, shit, no, like you, I you roll I that shit. I tried that, and all of a sudden I thought I was an Italian travel show host. <laughs> Boo. 
<laughs> no, 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 man. What you do is you take the blunt papers and you soak them in wine. Then you let them dry. Then you roll the blunt up. This sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. Also sounds like it wouldn't I, work at all. I hate, like, the stereotypical California weed smoker. Like, they always want to do all this fucking effort shit. I'm like, <laughs> I don't give a shit. I just want to smoke some weed. Like, somebody, why do we got to go through all of this effort, man? Somebody <laughs> tried to sell us on the idea of, of coating the blunt in coating. And I was like, you're trying to kill yourself. That's not quite what I was talking about, but yes, that is also a terrible idea. <laughs> uh, no. Kira's just concerned. <laughs> just, just no. Don't worry. We didn't try it. I was like, no. Bad idea. Not doing it. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you, you uh, drew the line somewhere. The line exists. Mm-hmm. And I stay on the correct side of it. And as I, I you know what else exists, it's the fact that John ja Morant did not make the game-winning layup, even though he was making ridiculous shots the rest of the game. I think the more interesting, the most interesting part of that game was actually how the second quarter ended. With, oh, at the half. Uh, yeah, with fucking Draymond getting the flagrant two. Yeah, exactly. Bull- that like everybody knows that that was such a bullshit. Like even I was like on Twitter because I wasn't I wasn't watching it live. I was watching <laughs> it delayed. Yeah, and I was I'm like, what just right happened? Now. Twitter is blowing up. Like everybody is about this. So I saw the play. And I'm like, yeah, no, this was this was bullshit. No, yeah, but the more the the highlight of it was the way he reacted to it, running off the field in a glorious reaction. Uh, <laughs> hyping up the crowd, getting kicked out. It was almost as good as AB when he left the Buccaneers. Dude, so when I don't know if um when you saw oh what was it called um uh the game uh in Denver I think it was like game three or four I can't remember which one. But, like, they were booing Draymond, and he just, like, went over to the crowd and was like, yes, feed me! Yep, I'm watching it right now. Oh, so good. That That's an absurd call. That's, mm-hmm. I like, I get why you have to call it a flagrant, because he grabbed him as he was going up. But, like, as he's going back down, he clearly pulls him to, like, hold him up so that he doesn't hit the ground hard. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was... Still shouldn't have grabbed Jersey. But shouldn't have grabbed Jersey. I get and I get that he does that while he's going up and pulls him to the ground. So Flagrant one is fine. Flagrant two is absurd. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit extra. Yeah, also funny because like Draymond, Draymond when he got got uh, his not his first postseason ejection either. Got ejected back <laughs> when he uh, sack tapped LeBron or something, but or like kicked him or something, and but it kind of didn't really look like it was intentional. Well, it was like in their last series when they're playing against Denver. <laughs> and uh, I think somebody threw a little bit of an elbow. Mm-hmm. And Draymond's screaming at the refs, I got kicked out of the finals for that. <laughs> like, okay, Draymond, you got kicked out for doing that 20 times. But that's funny. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. You're not you have wrong. a little bit of a point. But I think the big story in the NBA <laughs> is the Sixers were up by like 20 something the other night, four minutes left to go. 
Embiid catches one to the face and fractures a bone in his fucking face, his orbital. It was nasty. Yeah. Oh my god. That and dude, now he like he's if out. I had a nickel for every time he fractured an orbital. I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> I forget and what that's from, out. but I like the reference. <laughs> like he just they don't have Embiid. And they're already like Yeah, they they have no shot without Embiid. No, they're completely screwed. Yeah. The good the good thing is like it's the kind of thing that they that he can I mean, as long as it's not as severe piece like he, that's one of the ones that they throw the mask over and then you see the guy show up as fucking zorro it was a right orbital fracture and a mild concussion concussion symptoms the concussion is the more concerning part with getting him back mm-hmm. in there i think oh again depending on the severity of the fracture mm-hmm. like your right orbital that's here that's <clears throat> your fucking eyeball Yep. Yeah, well, it's the whole the whole surrounding piece. So the question is, was it on the lower side or was it on the upper side? And then, again, how how severe was the fracture itself? So we'll, we'll see. Once they they play tomorrow, right? Mm, yeah. Pretty yeah. pretty sure they play tomorrow. Yes. There's only eight teams left, and they didn't play today, so mm-hmm. they have to play tomorrow. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Um, and they're playing the Heat, Which right? Means that it is James Harden time, ladies and gentlemen. All right. <laughs> so we can all just go home who gives a shit great because he's just never gonna win anything so yeah right. i feel like he really hasn't done much since like 2017 mm. well, james... and we keep like being like oh he's james harden so it's fine he's gonna be great and then he just isn't good he still led maybe not outright led the league in scoring but was like top three or five for the past couple of years that's fair. It's just not the James Harden of old, I guess. And also, just like in the scheme of things, like you can be a good scorer, but your team's not winning anything. So sorry, yeah, it, bro. It's kind of like the yeah. same the Kyrie stuff, right? Like, yeah, we see individual games where you're going crazy, and like if we look at the numbers over a season, like you still look like you're you're doing well, but you, you you're not your team's not making it far. You ain't got no ring. Well, no, Kyrie does, but yeah, Harden doesn't. Well, yeah, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well. In, t- in tennis, all-time great, one of the best of all time, Boris Becker is arrested for a year and a half for oh bankruptcy. God. And what? lying about, he, he's, yeah, he uh, lied about like a million and a half euros worth of uh, money on his nice. taxes or something like that. Tax evasion, uh, baby. And now he's in. Yeah, he's gonna be in jail for the next year and a half. The government's always gonna get their money. Yeah, he's always had a money issue. Yeah. Um, allegations of throwing a couple matches in his career for gambling. Hey, uh, Pete Rose. Although, <laughs> although he wasn't, he wasn't accused of throwing games, just betting on them. To to my knowledge. Yeah. So, that was crazy. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. See ya, Boris. Uh, (laughs) Boris Johnson's like, finally, when people look up Boris controversy, he'll stop talking about me. No. Uh, Well, at least we'll pepper in some other people. (laughs) um, in, In somewhat similar, but not entirely the same, people getting 
suspended news. Trevor Bauer with the Dodgers <laughs> officially got a hammer ban for, I think it's like two, two years. Two years and no time served. Yeah. That the, Honestly, the, the more surprising part to me is because they could have said two years plus time and said that time served of the year and they could have just had him out for a year and they said, no, doesn't count. Two years. Uh-uh. He's a dick. So good. Yeah, bitch. I I honestly was very happy to see that. Not just because the like the warrior or not the warrior, like not just because I like hate the Dodgers on principle, but also because like Trevor Bauer is an asshole. Yeah, I have a I have a, a coworker who is a big Dodgers fan who has been completely like I never want to see that guy in one of our uniforms. Like I, he's like I don't care. I don't want to ever see him. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, isn't that kind of a given? Like, no. Have you met sports fans? Uh, yeah, but I mean, if, if that was the case, if I knew anybody that wanted to see that player still, I would not ever associate with them anymore. I don't give a shit. That's not cool. That's not okay. It's not even funny to be like, oh, it's okay. He did his thing. It's like, no, that's a no. horrible piece of shit human being. Just because they he can play a sport doesn't make it okay. Same, same thing with Antonio Brown. You know, all kinds of football players. It doesn't. It's not okay because they're good at a sport. No, I, I I agree. I'm just saying that there are plenty of people who are are yeah, on the other side not of okay that. For them, it's not okay for them to do that. I not saying support. that. Not saying that it's okay. Just saying that it wouldn't be surprising to me to find somebody who feels that way because I know that they exist. Not excusing yeah. that that position. Just that I wouldn't like. It wouldn't surprise me to meet somebody who feels that way. So he's out. Pretty sure it's probably my uncle, but yes. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're out there. They're all over the place. They're, they're so far out there. But uh, yeah, no, it's, it's hopefully it kills his career. Like, oh, yeah. I really, really hope it does. Yeah, no, I, no, I still won't be shocked if it doesn't. Pull. Yeah. If he shows up in two years and he's still throwing over 95, somebody will give him a look. Depends on the public reception. the the pro- The problem isn't like the it's will fans still support the team? You know, like if they have them, well, we can we can easily we can easily say you know what Kareem Hunt did was terrible, but Browns fans are still going to cheer for him. So the Browns they're definitely going to grab him. So uh, yeah, I mean then we'll still have him on their fantasy teams, and yeah. even if they're not a Browns fan, like still pull for him to do well. I mean, listen, I have Deshaun Watson in our Dynasty League. I'm not dropping him anytime soon. I'm glad I don't have that problem. I intentionally don't draft players that I can't stand because I never want to root for them. I just figured they're going to do what they're going to do regardless and might as well help me versus helping somebody else. What? Yeah, but usually I can just pick somebody else and it's fine. I don't care about fantasy enough to need to win that badly that I want to, like, look at my fantasy thing and be like yeah great seeing Deshaun Watson doing well today like fuck that well that's why we just draft Eli Manning 14 times <laughs> <laughs> the sainted child good old Eli no that's Drew <laughs> yeah that's, that's definitely Drew Reese. oh yeah I get it <laughs> have y'all seen have y'all seen this commercial that's going around for like Budweiser of like 
Peyton Manning and Serena, and they're all, like, bowling, and then fucking Steve Buscemi is, like, working the counter. Yeah. I have not seen this commercial. No, it was a a Super Bowl commercial. Like, legends and stuff. I didn't, I mean, I haven't seen other Super Bowl commercials be replayed as much as I have this one. Did I just, maybe I'm just forgetting it. That was part of our Super Bowl prop bets, because one of the, or one of our drinking game things was uh, commercials that the entire joke is, Hey, look! Here's a celebrity. So we drank a lot on that one. Because what? What else I'm, is the point of that commercial? So it's just not ringing a bell right now. I'm sure if I, I'm sure if I saw it again, that they would ring a bell then. But it's not ringing a bell right now, partially because of our drinking game. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got pretty lost in that one. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a good time. Um, but hey, speaking of Super Bowl. Switching gears now to the NFL draft. Um, the Steelers didn't take just one quarterback. We took two quarterbacks. Los Dos. Congratulations. How did that make you feel? I feel like Mason Rudolph is probably getting cut. Um, and we're going to roll with the two rookies and Mitchell Trubisky, which does not make me feel good at all, honestly. Yeah, you didn't really pick two interesting of quarterbacks either. No. Oh, you got Pickett. That's right. We got Pickett. And he literally changed the game by cheating. Yeah, yeah, dumb. And uh, and and then their their seventh round guy, which you know he looks good from what I could tell. Which I don't really know how to assess quarterbacks, but the stuff that I saw was like, oh yeah, he looked fine playing against whatever competition he was playing against. And quarterbacks such a yeah. Like, it's impossible to really tell who's going to do well in the NFL with the quarterbacks. That's why the only thing that they actually really go for is do, do they have all of the things that we can't teach? Like Josh Allen, you know, like dude had a cannon for an arm yeah, and he could make, you know, good passes. It's like, okay, well we can teach him to be smart, but we can't teach him to be stronger. So that's usually what you look for in quarterbacks and then hope for the best at that point. Yeah. Not, not one worked out. <laughs> But yeah, uh, but it's so rare. Yeah, I just I look at our team and like w- like if you with the exception of and I guess we lost Juju and we're probably gonna lose James Washington, which not a big loss on the second part there, and really with his performance, not really a big loss on the first one either. But the the defense on our team is is stout, but the offensive line is not good, and we needed receiver help. But we picked up like two receivers or three receivers in the draft. I forget which. Um, it's, it's like a team that is like in kind of that middle zone, basically. Like we're not, we're not like one player away, but we're also not needing to rebuild. And so it's just a weird spot to be in with like these kind of off quarterbacks that I just have no belief in, um, yeah. going into the season. It's such a quarterback league right now, especially, yeah. I, I, I can't see a team with a shit quarterback making a playoff run. Yeah. No matter how good the defense is. And then, of course, meanwhile, Baltimore just grabbed, like, everybody that I liked. They just, they they looked like they nailed their draft. Kyle Hamilton at 14 was... Ooh. Yeah. I just, I like, I watch, when, when the draft happens, like, I look at who we drafted, I look at who the Seahawks drafted... And then I look at who the Ravens drafted, and like every time the Ravens like have a good draft, I'm just like fuck. 
Yeah, I, uh, I'm just scrolling through the Broncos drafts. Seahawks got Kobe Bryant. Very yeah. excited for that. <laughs> I thought his career was over, but I guess not. I do like when somebody gets taken high from a school that like nobody's heard of and everybody just shits on it. And it's like, you guys do know like this works out sometimes. Like maybe just, just pump the brakes or whatever. Like everybody's going after that Cole Strange pick from Chattanooga going to the Patriots. And it's like, Chattanooga. I don't know. Maybe it ends up working. Patriots kind of do pretty decently with their, uh, with their weird picks. It's the ones that are like, oh, that was like a that that's a guy that we all thought was gonna be good that for some reason doesn't work out. Looking at you, Nikhil Harry. It's just so easy to shit on the draft because it's literally what uh, four or five months before the season starts. Yeah. So you can sit here and you can shit on it and like this is never worth. And then when the actual season comes, nobody remembers anything that anyone actually said about the draft. Right. So then you can be totally wrong and no one would notice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna plant my flag right here, right now. Kenny Pickett is not gonna win us a Super Bowl this year. Yeah, I, I agree. Oh, there we go. There's my flag. Hope you're ready yeah. to die on that hill, because you're not gonna die because it's not a hill. It's just flat land. It's just flat land. That's tundra. I would like to know that in this draft, um, Wachita Baptist had a player drafted, and the University of Texas at Austin did not. Yeah. Uh, I'm going, I'm going through, I'm looking at schools now. I think my Georgia set a record with 15, 15 fuckers drafted in this. That is a defense and a half. (laughs) Yeah. I appreciate a guy from Northern Iowa getting taken in the first round. You and I? Yeah. You and me. You and I. I just love saying you and I. Chattanooga. There's even there's even a UTSA player that got taken at, at one point. UTSA gets a lot of guys drafted. I mm-hmm. listen. It's not a, it's, I wouldn't have even brought it up if it weren't for the fact that Texas didn't have anybody. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I I really enjoy this uh, mid second round that goes Western Michigan, Colorado State, Ole Miss, Central Michigan, and Montana State. I, I thought it was funny the other day I was at a party and uh, some UW fans started trying to flex on me for some reason. And they're like, we got five players drafted and you guys only got one. And I was like, that's not the flex you think it is. You got five players drafted and you still were the bottom of the Pac-12. <laughs> How does that make you feel good? That should make you feel worse. You should feel, If you have a bad year, you should want nobody drafted. Yeah. <laughs> Because then you can be like, yeah, at least we sucked. You know, at least all our players sucked. It's like, no, you had good players and you couldn't do anything with them, apparently. Yep. You had good players and you still failed. Mm-hmm. Right here. We only had one get drafted and we still went to the fucking Pac-12 title game. That's a good team. Don't tell you. It's a good team. Good team. Good boy. Did we really only have one drafted, though? Mm-hmm. I was watching like as the draft was going on, and I just didn't notice any others. And I was like, I don't know, there must have been another one in there that I wasn't paying attention to. But no. CJ okay. Verdell got picked up as a UDFA for the Colts. Okay. I don't know where Johnny Johnson went. ASU uh, had a couple. I saw did. Todd White. Running back. You got a running back. Uh, I think you had a corner. Or maybe like cornerback. Somebody... Jack. Uh, Jack something or another. 
Okay, yeah, Johnny Johnson the third got went to the Texans. Brock Purdy being Mr. Irrelevant. It's a great name for a Mr. Irrelevant <laughs> player. We really we really need to get rid of like the later rounds in the NFL draft. It does nothing. Fills the roster. Five, five is more than enough. Anyway. But we can do you can do that with UDFAs. It's yeah. literally it's literally just like a fucking like hedge your bets. Yeah. Like, oh, we, we have get... extra money to throw away? Sure. Because then we get these weird-ass fucking... The only thing that gets interesting by, about the last couple of rounds is who's going to be Mr. Irrelevant. And they're never good. Like, they're ne they never end up like, this guy was Mr. Irrelevant, and then he ended up being a <clears throat> three-time Pro Bowler. It's always like, mm -hmm. yeah, he was Mr. Irrelevant, and he sucked. <laughs> well, let's... I'm I'm mindful of the time here. I'm, I'm, let's uh let's transition now into our Hall of Fame uh introduction first first inaugural Hall of Fame voting ceremony. So to break it down, what we're gonna what we're doing is uh we're taking a look at different sports where we will each nominate two to three players depending on the situation um it could be sports it could be we could in the future we could do things like tv characters i, I don't care we, we can get crazy about this um we'll start with we'll start with sports uh let's start we'll start with nfl and nominate two to three players uh everybody gets up to one veto right um if your guys vetoed you get to nominate somebody else if you want um, and then we'll rank them afterwards. Top two vote getters, including ties, get nominated, get uh, inducted into the completely hall of unprepared Hall of Fame. Awesome. <clears throat> so, I'll kick it off with the nomination if if there are no objections to me starting. Veto. <laughs> Use your veto, sir. You go first. No, no, no. One, one rule: they they do have to have been retired for five years. No, oh, boo. Yeah. And also, I will never nominate Ben Roethlisberger. <clears throat> um. No, my my first nominee is uh, is. Troy Palomalo. That's my that is my opening. Um, are, we, are we doing like a bunch of nominees and then voting? Well, yeah, we'll vote. We'll vote after the nominees okay. have been all have been laid out. Okay. Uh, what? Why? Because it's hard. Uh, uh, well, no. Why? Why? Why Troy Palomalo? Oh, 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 yes. Um, Troy Palomalo is one of the best safeties ever to play. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion. He's an NFL defensive player of the year. He I'm I don't know how many times he's been in the All-Pro, but it, it I'm sure it was several. Um <clears throat> hold on, let me let me I, I can I can look him up and I can give you full-on uh reasons, but I do happen to know that Paul Malu is is already in the Hall of Fame. Um on top of all of that, he was He's a bit of an undersized guy. Um, I think he's like my height. Um, and really, whenever whenever he was playing, and, and this is maybe this is just a me thing. You guys can do whatever you want with this, but a me thing. 
I'm really only going to be nominating people that I actually watched. You're never going to see me nominating Dan Marino. I'm not going to nominate. Well, that was my nomination. You can do whatever you want. God damn it, mine too. You can do whatever you want. But I personally, I personally am going to nominate guys that I actually watched play. And Troy Polamalu, the only person that I watched on that Steelers defense growing up more um, or as much, uh, I would say as much, as Troy Polamalu was James Harrison. Um, the two of them, and, and James Harrison is on my list too. I'm just making a point of I'm also only going to choose one person from my teams on a given time that we do this, and I would go with Polamalu ahead of James Harrison. I nominate Joe Montana. All right. What's your defense on no Joe Montana? Reason. No. no reason. Just <laughs> nominate. Did he end up with four or five rings? Uh, he ended up with a handful, literally. Uh, so five. Yeah, so I yeah. think he might have been Because if I had, he had four on one and then five, the fifth on the other, right? He had, he had the four Niners rings and I think he got a Kansas City ring. Yeah. Oh no! Sorry, he only had four four rings. I, I lied. So was it I three and then one? Because did he, didn't he win one with Kansas City after he left the Niners, or were they all Niners? I think yeah. I think he won with the with the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a good nomination. It's 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 a great nomination. Thank you. I don't even need it to think I it. Have. I don't even think it needs a whole lot of defense. Uh, it's 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 a good one. Um, I nominate uh, Janet Jackson. <laughs> Speaking of, I've watched every moment that she spent in the suit in the NFL quite a bit, and uh, I think she left a very lasting impression on the game. I, like, I'm not gonna. I, I would vote for that actually. That I, I will. Be, uh, I will allow so it. So far, it would go Janet, Joe, Troy. Same. Same. No offense. It's going to be hilarious if Paul Malu misses out because Janet makes it, but we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens yeah, here. I think Janet Jackson is definitely my pick there. All right. All right. Um, my, my next nomination uh, is also a safety. Uh, Ed Reed. Ooh. Ed Reed because he was the only safety at the time that I would have rathered be on my team than Troy Paul <laughs> That guy, that guy was just, just every time that you're trying to throw against that guy, you just, you never felt good about it. He would show That's up fair. in places that you didn't expect him to be. He'd get big plays when the well, game was on the line. to be fair, if that's your criteria, then you should also get Big Ben in there. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to, I'm going to laugh at that and move on and say, Kira, who's your next nomination? <laughs> My next nomination is Bo Jackson. All right. I was I had that in my head too. Yeah. I my my rationale for it in addition to all of his many accolades and he is a member I just saw he is a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame already but still. Mm-hmm. In addition, my dog is named after him and that is It's a good reason. It makes sense. The main factor driving this motiva- this nomination. He also killed Brian Bros- Bosworth pro careers. Uh, and, and made him become uh, the face of Dr. Pepper Fansville. So, oh god, Last, lasting lasting impression. Bo knew. Bo knows. Bo knows. Bo knows. Uh, no. How many how many more uh, nominations are we doing for this? So uh, we said we said two to three. So the question is, do you guys want to do two okay. or three? 
I, I have two more that I I feel like so need three to each both in here. So uh, yeah, yeah. go ahead go ahead and throw out your next one. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw actually no I'm gonna I'm going to put in primetime Deion Sanders. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Okay. I would and, ask um, you to uh, I would ask you to defend it, but you would just say he's primetime. I was in the middle of defending it. Oh, okay. Let's hear. The only man <laughs> to play in two professional sport leagues in the same fucking day, uh, and be very good at both of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's he is an absolute goddamn beast. Two. T- so again, two-time Super Bowl champion, NFL DPOY, uh, six-time you know All-Pro. It wasn't like he was just. Uh, or sorry, eight-time Pro Bowler, six-time All-T- All-Pro. It wasn't like he was just a guy. He's actually a fantastic football player and a pretty good baseball player. Mm-hmm. Hey, I put up both. Dion is a very logical addition. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love Prime time. All right. Um, well, hey, if, that, if that's your last one there, like we'll just we'll cut it at two each. Um, unless you guys have one more. Give me a second and pretend that I made this decision right away. I can I mean, edit. I can, I can probably come up with one more. Yeah, I, I mean, I can always come up with more. It's just like, is there any that I like really feel the need to get them? I have a short list. Here? I have a short list. What I'll do is I'll go ahead and lay lay a mine out, and you guys can uh, it, you guys can drop more no, in I'm if cool. you want I'm cool. to. I'm cool with my two. I don't need to put any more in. Okay. All right. I will. I will just mention my short list of remaining guys: James Harrison. Uh, Sean Alexander, Teddy Bruschi, and Ricky Williams. I was gonna go with Jerome Bettis for my last if we had to do one. It's a good one. It's a good one also. Solely because of the commercial with Eli Manning where they're singing to my desire <laughs> or singing to uh, Olivia. Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. Yep. Yes, if, Olivia Rodrigo. I don't know. I need to really put in a player, but I really want uh, a, a quote put in, which would be. Um, we want the ball and we're gonna score, <laughs> which is just the greatest thing that's ever been said in professional sports. It's wonderful. Yeah, R- Ricky Williams would have been my third. Um, he was great not only on the field but also in backyard, uh, backyard football. And he ran. Ricky ran. I never got yep. to play that growing up. It's kind of sad. I didn't have it, but I got to play it at a friend's house. Honestly, I think it's pretty overrated. Yeah. Well, I didn't have friends that played video games because I just didn't have friends. So. Oh. Prerequisite that's... to having friends that play video games is having friends. Yeah. Um. So let's go ahead. What we'll do is uh, let's just rank them out uh, one through six. If you guys want to write them down and then, or just keep in your head, the nominees are Troy Polamalu, Joe Montana, Janet Jackson, Ed Reed. Bo Jackson, and Deion Sanders. You're ranking them one through six. One is the best. Six is the worst. Yeah. Okay. For confirming the the legitimacy of the vote, notice this says two two messages there. Right, right there. The dark. There you go. Thanks. Sorry. Two messages. It says. I was literally just being an ass. And then here's my here's my ranking. I went Palomalo first, Janet Jackson second, Deion Sanders third. Ed Reed fourth, Bo Jackson fifth, Joe Montana sixth. Looking at 
the votes as they came in. We have Janet Jackson first, Bo Jackson second, then Troy, Joe, Dion, Reed. Then we have Bo, Janet, Joe, Dion. Uh, I, I, you know what? That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be an induction for Janet Jackson. Hell yeah! It is. <laughs> it is Janet Jackson and Bo Jackson who will be our first inaugural. Now, uh, inductees into the completely unprepared Hall of Fame under the NFL category. Let's go. Welcome. Hashtag free the nipple. Welcome to both of the Jacksons. And we're talking about Bo Jackson when we talk about free the nipple, right? Of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. That's what I was. <laughs> that should go oh, without sure. saying. The other one has already been freed. <laughs> Jackson. Ooh. <laughs> I am for eels. <laughs> that was also in my head. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, funny enough though. Make your daughter cry. I am just four fish and not a guy. Ha <laughs> <laughs>